Welcome to the Big Fucking Feelings Podcast, a show on how to use psychology to process your emotions, train your brain, and deal with being a human. And now, me, your host, psychology major, corporate badass, and certified life coach, Michelle Kevill. Hello, everyone. I hope you are well. And if not, I got you. At least you are here. My name is Michelle Kevill and I help high achieving corporate women feel passionate about their job again. And today we are talking about a very important topic. What the fuck to do when you make a horrible, horrific mistake at your job? How do you get through it? How do you move on? I'm going to give you some tangible mindset and feeling tips and tips that I've used myself to just move on through this. And what I'm talking about is, this is honestly how it feels for me. You know when you make just a fucking bomb at work? And I'll go through some examples. And you know in the movies where there's like, kind of almost like a horror movie, but like they realize something has happened and then there's that weird zoom shot onto the person and then like this violin plays and it's like, (gasps) like, you know, run off to do the thing. That moment where like your heart drops, it's like, you're about to vomit. You're like, Oh my God, I cannot believe I've done this. You just want to run away and hide. This is really common. I'm going to teach you how to get through it. Okay. Let me kind of set the scene first. So maybe it's been a really busy day. You're at your desk. You've had a whole heap of things that you're doing and you're working through. You've got meetings, you're in back to backs. You're working with colleagues and on your team. And then you just get an email or a message from your boss and you get called in. And it sounds kind of casual, so you're not thinking too much about it. And you go in and there's a question on something like a report or a project that you've submitted on. And as you start to go through it more and unraveling it, you realize this is like a massive mistake on the report and it's going to have a downward spiral impact on whether it be like reporting or some figures presented to some leadership group or something like that and you're about to vomit and you're sitting there like oh my god like what do I do now maybe you somehow are able to leave the meeting and then you go home and you're just like you cannot stop thinking about it you can't sleep you can't think, you can't do anything, your mind starts to spiral and you're thinking, fuck, like, Jesus, what if, like, my, I get fired, what if, like, the worst thing happens, like, my career is over, like, all these worst case scenarios that just keep fueling this horrible anxiety that you have within you and it's just, it's just not fun. Firstly, super common, happens to everyone all the time which is why I'm talking about it I've had got some clients going through it I've gone through it myself finally some of the things that you might be doing already aren't helping what isn't helping right now is you frantically going off to try figure out what the issue is with this really hyped up anxious runny energy overworking into the night to try fix it and then from a place of anxiety trying to almost like The way I see it is it's like, (laughs) this is like a weird example. It's like you're trying to just collect all this like crap together, like literally like 
poop. You know how they call it like polishing a turd? Like it's just broken and it's all together and you're trying to grab all the pieces and pull it together and you're trying to make something of a polished turd <laughs> from the thing and you're just like, oh God, this isn't working. This is terrible. And this is very kind of forward action-y thing. Like I have to keep doing things. I got to do something. I got to speak to this person. I got to go do this. I got to go do that. It's like, you know, management control kind of thing like I gotta fix the issue and what I'm gonna tell you is like really ask yourself how far is that getting you now in the past now you're probably thinking well I was able to get through these things because of I don't doubt maybe you're thinking some of it was due to luck because I thought the same thing so some things that happened to me which are a little bit similar like I, years ago, numbers were a little bit off. I freaked out about it. It ended up being fine because they were like, oh, well, we didn't count for this in the budget. So this accounts for it. It's totally fine. And I think a lot of you may be looking back and dismissing it and thinking, well, you know, I had a good boss back then, or that's a completely different scenario to this one. And your brain will do that because it doesn't want you to slack off. It wants you to be thinking and like, oh my God, like, Really, it wants you to like run away from the bear of the woods. If you're new and you've just hit this, listen to my previous episodes where basically your stress response is kicking in right now. Your limbic system, the brain that controls fight or flight, it wants to keep you alive right now. And it is thinking that this mistake you have made is direct threat to your survival. Hence why you're trying to action your way out of it, i.e. I would say in a weird kind of way, fight or run away and hide. And just like not come back into work, just like put in your resignation and be like, no, I do not want to do this. The whole experience ends up being really, really painful and you end up making it worse in the sense that you'll now be moving forward and you'll be so afraid to make a mistake because your brain remembers how painful it was and then it will always look and then you may develop like perfectionist tendencies, like overworking on something and it just keeps spiraling and it just gets worse. And then you don't want to be ended up, you know, at your job working and really being like, oh, like, on, like stepping on eggshells. That's the best way to describe it. Like, you don't want to be developing that. You do want to be developing a level, you know, as you go in your career, in your job, a level of confidence and like, you know, subject matter expert, as I call it, in your field and area. And yes, accepting with grace, mainly yourself that at times you will make a mistake. You're a human fucking being. Some of you will be triggered when I say that. I know me a couple of years ago would be telling me listening to this to fuck off right now (laughs) because I get it. That is like the worst fear. No one wants to do that. No one wants to be self-compassionate. And the reason you may be doing that is because the feelings hurt so much right now. So what I'm going to teach you now is what you actually should be doing because what you're doing at the moment doesn't work. Do you really want to continue walking on eggshells in your job and being stuck in this stagnant place of almost like, I don't know anything, if that makes sense. Until I started to do this work, I really started to realize that, hey, I'm like, I am smart. I have knowledge and I have know-how. And I think that's the same with you. I think you want to be in a place where you are like confident in your job. And if you're worried you're going to be overconfident, listen to my previous episodes on that. 
you want to come to a place where it's not like this whole kind of graspy kind of like, oh, I don't know anything because I'm too afraid to make a mistake kind of thing. You want to kind of be in your own confidence. So this is what you need to start doing. When this happens, the minute it happens, if you were in that meeting and your boss, so you get that email and you start spiraling. If you're in a meeting, try to close it off and like, you know, leave. And I don't mean that in a rushy way. I mean, just, you know, try to, first of all, you're going to have a rush of adrenaline, right? You're thinking all these thoughts, like 30 million of them subconsciously, it is triggering a whole heap of shit, which is like, you failed, you sucked. Oh my God, we're going to be fired. That is then going to trigger off a whole heap of anxious feelings. Your body is now prepped for fight or flight mode. Your prefrontal cortex, the thinking part of the brain, the part of the brain that you fucking need to figure this out and figure out what happened, that turns off. This turns on. So you need to calm down. Get out of that meeting as calm as you can. Go somewhere. Leave the desk. Do not go into straight into execution and plan of attack mode. Like seriously. If it's an email, whatever it is, I want you to walk the fuck away, whether it's to the bathroom, whether it's outside, and I want you to start walking and I want you to start taking some really fucking deep breaths, okay? Really deep into your diaphragm. This is a little hack that I also use to kind of trick yourself to calm yourself down. We want to activate your parasympathetic nervous system. We want to activate you back into like a neutral state, okay? Are you, are you still, is, does it get rid of the anxiety completely? No, but it's going to reduce it. Okay. Start doing a fucking body scan in that moment. Start noticing what physical sensations you're feeling all in your body, you know, sweaty palms, all that stuff. I know I probably say this every single fucking episode. If you are a long time listener, I swear to God, it is crucial. That is how you communicate and calm down your stress response by noticing what you're feeling. Think about it this way. You can't think of it as like a really, I say this all the time. Our brains have, haven't developed to meet the 21st century. So you got to communicate to that part of your brain, like which is like the oldest part in a different way. It's not through thinking. It's not through talking to yourself. It's through feeling. It's through noticing the feelings as physical sensations, not adding to it, not going, oh my God, my like, I feel anxious. That's, that's not a physical sensation. Okay. That's just an emotion that you're labeling. It's like, okay, my heart is feeling really rapid and stay with that for a bit and start to feel it and be with it. It doesn't feel nice. Okay. I'm going to be honest with you, but it's what you need to do to talk to that part of your brain to calm it the fuck down. So that is what you do. Number one, then you will, again, you're still going to feel a little stressed, but you will feel better than before because some of the, you know, adrenaline is going to be out there in your system, but it's not that huge spike at the start. You know, when like kind of, it's like your cortisol and everything kind of raises straight away. I don't know if any of you've woken up early in the morning from like a bad day of work and like cortisol has hit you straight away. And it, it literally like you can feel it. It's almost like someone is injecting you with cortisol or adrenaline. That is kind of past. They're still going to be floating around your body, but that spike has kind of, that injection part, you could say, has kind of passed. All right. So you're feeling a, a little bit better. Not great, a little bit better. You go back to your desk. If you can, maybe get away from everyone for a second. Just just like if there are people, I, again, it depends on what the mistake is, right? Like I know everything is different, but hear me here. 
The reason I say that is sometimes you'll then talk to someone and someone might be, say something like, oh my God, like this, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, it starts you up again. Get your computer, go to a room. Just be away from people for a little bit. And then I want you to start objectively looking at what happened. Okay. Start writing out the fucking facts. Now. Again, you might be like, where, where, where's the part where I fix the problem? I'm going to, here's the thing. The problem is going to be different for all of you, right? Some of it might be, you know, just admitting to someone that, hey, yes, this happened and it has been presented. Some of it might be you have to go redo and recoup some stuff. So this time, maybe having to have a little bit of reflection and look at where is everything at, where are all my ducks at, etc. Writing out the facts, and one reason I mentioned that is I want your brain to start kind of absorbing and seeing that like, you know, literally what you did is, okay, it could be like I made an error in my Excel formula and the number, you know, said it was significant or higher and and it's actually not. Or this happened with the code or something like that. Kind of, you know, break it down. Then, again... I'm not going straight into actioning just yet. We have those facts. I want you to do now a little bit of a thought download. Just get everything out of your brain of what you're thinking. Not to ramp yourself up again. Just to kind of like, it's weird because some people, I think they fear when they do this, it's going to ramp them up. You can't, Look, you're already stressed. Let's get it out, all the thoughts that you're thinking. Let's just, you know, it's like a gross handbag, right? Some of you are like, I don't want to look into my gross handbag. I'm like, well, if you shake it out, it's actually going to be, it's going to be gross, but you can clean out the handbag. Start writing out some thoughts and what you're thinking. For any scenarios, one, you know, one of them is going to be like, oh, the boss is going to get mad at me. My career reputation is going to be terrible. I really want you to look at those and think, Am I saying that because I'm in a very heightened state right now and my brain is trying to protect me? Again, we're just, we're kind of teetering on the edge here, looking at it a little objectively. And it's good to get this training. This is actually the perfect time for you to train your brain to be like this. This is perfect. Now what I want you to do is write out the best case and worst, like absolute horrible worst case scenario. Start with the worst case and keep going with it, right? Because what brains do, they're a little smart and dumb at the same time, is it's only giving you the one next step. It doesn't, like, this is again why it's proved, like, I'm trying to prove to you in this moment that these are just thoughts coming from a really stressed out place that aren't true. If your brain is saying to you, I'm going to get, you know, fired, right? Maybe it keeps saying that, like, we're going to get fired. It's going to be terrible. I'm going to have no job. Keep asking, then what? Okay, I have no job. Then what? Uh, then I can't pay my mortgage. Then what? Uh, then I don't have a house. Then what? I know it sounds crazy and you think you might be like stressing yourself out here. Hear me out. Your brain actually isn't in that moment giving you the full picture and scenario. When you keep saying then what and you keep going down the line, it'll start to get sillier and sillier. Like write out the whole thing and it might be it might be something like I have to move in with my parents or, you know, like all the way to the end. Keep going to the part where you can't come up with any other negative scenarios because on 99% of the time you then bounce back. 
I'd done one and it came all the way back to like, oh, I'll have to move him into my parents. Then what? I was like, well, other than the fact that I don't want to, you know, live with my parents anymore and I do a lot of thought work around living with my parents and, you know, maybe build my relationship with my partner or something. I'm like, I'd, I'd find another job. This is why this is key. Because again, your brain's only giving you the first teeny tiny step of the worst case scenario, which again, humans have a negative bias and it just doesn't happen as much as you think it does. It really doesn't. And I'm not going to tell you, and I have mentioned it a little bit, but I'm doing it. I like to say what I'm explaining to you is a different flavor to what I had when I used to do a lot of like CBT and a lot of the typical things is to label if you have black and white thinking, will you remember this like five, 10 years or now, etc. The reason I hated that is because for me, I wasn't processing my feelings. And I just didn't want to feel so crap. And I really believed those feelings. This is kind of like a, I feel like this is a subtle way of doing the same thing. But in a way that's less specific, like seriously, I would just sit there and be like, yes, it's black and white thinking. It's, you know, overanalyzing. I know this stuff. It doesn't like fix my problem. What you want to actually do is give your brain, like you want to kind of, instead of telling it, you want to show it. That's what you want to do. Instead of telling my brain, hey, this is black and white thinking, I want to show my brain it's black and white thinking. I want to give that part of me that does believe it's going to be okay more evidence and I want to show it. And you do that, like say, like writing out your thoughts, the worst case scenario, that's how you do it. Because then it's like, oh, well, if I go through the whole thing, It's actually not that bad. Then from there, you're going to write the best case scenario. And some of you might be like, no, I don't want to do it. It's not going to happen. Write it out. The love of God, write it out. Again, give that part of you that's going to believe in you a little bit of evidence that it is going to be okay. All right. And I know deep down a little bit of you, like maybe like 0.01% does believe you, believe it. It believes it. It's just a little hard right now. Then the most important part I need you to fucking do is I want you to look at the facts, the thoughts, your two scenarios that you have. And I want you to pretend that this is a colleague, like a really nice colleague that you like. And I want you to imagine the same thing happened to them. What would you be saying to them? How would you also be approaching them? What I mean by that is, would you be judging them the way that you fucking are right now? Would you be like, oh my God, I'm so terrible. I suck. This proves that I'm so bad and I've stuffed up. No, you would very likely show them a whole heap of fucking compassion and even likely offer to help them in some way to be like, hey, like if you need me to check some code or some numbers or talk to so-and-so. So now you need to start doing that for yourself. And one of the reasons you can't right now is because you have a whole heap of limiting beliefs about yourself, about how you're supposed to show up and how you're supposed to be to survive. If you want more detail on that, listen to my previous episodes. But high level, what you're doing is you're setting this really high bar that I can't be compassionate with myself because maybe one time in the past that happened Maybe when you're a kid or something and it was horrible, like you're ashamed for it terribly, 
I don't know, maybe you were bullied or something like that and now your brain is remembering that and now you are feeling so heightened. Again, complete, like, complete disconnect. We do not need the limbic system to an extent, at least in like corporate job work stuff. We need the prefrontal cortex. This is the problem. And you need to be turning that on so that you can resolve it, so that you can show up to either recalculate the numbers. Maybe you've been told this has happened before to me. It's like, great, we have to redo the analysis. You want to be calm as you possibly can to be doing that so you don't make the same mistake. You also want to be reaching out right now to others. Like after you do all this, you will likely potentially be coming up with some sort of plan. Do not do the fucking thing that everyone does, which is like they just want to kind of do it all by themselves and not rely on others. You're very likely at a very, what's the word, like almost like hold you want to hold yourself like a baby, right? Like you're in a very emotional state right now. It is okay to rely on others, including your boss. I know you very likely have some thoughts like, I can't do that. They'll think I'm stupid, etc. Would you think they're stupid if they're relying on you? No. So you're doing it to yourself to try protect yourself from an imaginary feeling that you may have. You may have shame going up to your boss or someone to be like, hey, this happened. I need some help. That's ultimately what you're afraid of, including the people who may be upset with you right now, which we you know don't know if that's the case. Technically, you don't know if other people are super mad or not. And if they are, that actually has nothing to do with you. That has all to do with their own thoughts about the same situation that is happening. I know that sounds insane. I know this because when this happened to me a few years ago and I was freaking out, I did not sleep because I like missed some numbers or something. That When we told the person what had happened, they were so chill about it. They were like, oh, that's fine. We actually miscalculated for this thing so that that's fine. It all equals out. And I was like, what? And you might be thinking, well, that's different. That's like you know, that whole situation, etc. But like, it depends on every person and how they view the situation. That person was just like, that's fine. It could have had another person who was not and was maybe really mad about it, even if it was still okay, because like they can't trust us or something like that. You have no idea what that person is thinking, but you're afraid of how they're going to act, etc. You are afraid of how you will feel in the moment. Okay. I know that sounds a bit like a lot right now, but hear me. Unless they are actually going to be like running at you or something, all you're afraid of is them potentially expressing some disappointment, frustration. I think worst case scenario is they actually raise their voice. And then you'll have a whole heap of thoughts about yourself and your brain will use that to prove that all your negative thoughts are true about you. See, we do suck. This person's upset. We made them mad, yada, yada, yada. And you'll use it to shame yourself and then you'll feel even worse. Honey, you feel worse right now. You're afraid of feeling your feelings. If you are not afraid of feeling any form of emotion, you will be able to show up as your best self. You'll be able to show up so fucking courageously because you'll be able to show up with the grace and like, Just coming up to someone being like, yes, I made this mistake. Here is my plan to fix it. I apologize, etc. You will be able to control how you act in that moment and how you set the path forward moving forward. If you are not afraid what everyone is going to be thinking of you. 
if you can feel your feelings. And I have a whole heap of stuff on that in like previous episodes. Like seriously, just you are new. Just just go back, go back a couple episodes. There's a whole heap of stuff on this. So really the key to getting over a, a mistake is really one, feeling your fucking feelings and two, subtly showing your brain, not telling your brain, showing your brain that, hey, maybe we're overreacting. And over time, you will get a ton better at it. And if this is something that you're like, hey, I want like I want more of this on, like what's going on here? Strongly recommend downloading my free workbook, The Secret to Stop Crying in the Bathroom Between Feelings. Talks to you a little bit in more depth. It'll help you get a little bit of an understanding of those beliefs deep down in your soul especially if like you haven't made the mistake or maybe as you're listening to this after you've made the mistake this will help you for the next time because we're all human and things do happen ultimately and if you from now on want to be able to show up to your work so confident in you being able to stop stepping on eggshells when it comes and over worrying and overthinking like what you're putting out there and just believe that this is enough and give yourself the same self-compassion that you give other people then book in a one-on-one discovery call with me I'm going to take you step by step what you need to achieve this what you need to learn it's the stuff from the podcast but at such a deeper level and it is personalized for you. We work on a plan that is customized for you to get to your goals in the next six months. I teach you what you need to learn. You have that for life and you can apply that not just to your corporate job, but to your relationships, your mother-in-law, anything you want. So book in a call and until the next time, guys, see ya. Hey, Are you feeling super overwhelmed on the weekend? You just cannot stop thinking about work and you really wish there was an off button. Well, you should sign up for my five-day challenge. How to disconnect from work and enjoy your weekend again. In a way that actually works for you, not against you. Doom scrolling on social media or binging Netflix. That's a thing of the past. I'm going to teach you a secret that I only share with my one-on-one clients that I'll be sharing for free in this challenge. Over the next five days, we're going to go through why you keep worrying, how to handle the top three most common weekend worries, and a step-by-step guide on how to get you out of anxiety and back into calm so you can truly enjoy your time off. Link is in the show notes below to sign up. We start on Wednesday, the 22nd of November. I'll see you there.